I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord with my mouth will I make known your faithfulness your faithfulness with my mouth will I make known your faithfulness through all generations I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever I will sing of the mercies of the Lord. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I am your host. Thank you for joining me. Yep, so that's one of our old school Christian praise songs, you know, spiritual songs. It just came up in my heart, like, you know, I was just humming it, you know, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord with my heart. Will I make known your faithfulness, your faithfulness to all generations. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. I will sing. I think it's from a psalm, one of the, one of the psalms. It sounds very much like some of the davidic psalms but i'm, I'm sure um, we can check i can check that out later if i do find the psalm then i'll put it in the description anyways i hope you're well i hope all is good with you in your world um we're well into the year right now we're like almost halfway to in the month of march so the first quarter of the year has gone pretty fast and we all know you know the world things have shifted from pandemics to wars i don't know there is something about wars and pandemics you know the last pandemic happened during the war and now it seems as if there's a pandemic now and then, you know, it's, it's after the pandemic, we're now having conflict in Europe. And, you know, and anyways, let's just say that um, yeah, we're going through it. Um, at the beginning of this decade, actually, the Lord said to me that the pandemic was going to be a preparation. And I have said this on several, you know, musings before. So anyone who's been part of this journey from the beginning, God bless you. If you have, you'd have heard me say this before that the Lord said to me that a lot of what is, you know, he, he said the pandemic was supposed to be the period of preparation for a lot of things that was going to come. And, you know, by the time the pandemic came up and then it, things were so tough and challenging, I was like, really, after this, we should like have a rest. How can you tell me that this is going to prepare you? But that was what he said. He said, it would be a lot, there'll be a lot of, you know, lessons learned for many people and that the, it's almost like a toughening, like a boot camp sort of experience. And what you learn in that boot camp is what to then prepare you when you go out into the battlefield. That was almost like the sense he gave me. So he sort of like made me realize that this is not a case of, oh, you come out of the boot camp and then you tell yourself, oh, thank God that's all over. And then you go back to your normal life. What he was saying was that you're building your faith muscles to be able to run and run effectively afterwards because things are going to be tough. There's going to be 
challenges there's going to be all of that so in fact i'm grateful that the holy spirit reminded me of that because i think i've lost a bit of track of that because now that countries are opening up covid restrictions and all of that i think the temptation is to believe that we can go back to life as we knew it and forget all the lessons that we've learned not just on a health and safety basis but the kind of faith exercises and the separation the solitude praying the spiritual exercises that many of us learned that got us through this period either through covid infections loss of a loved one whatever it may be that you know god has taken you through and you've come out of it against all odds a lot of people have had personal crises throughout this period some it's been financial a lot of people it's been financial some economic you know some people's um, health challenges of all kinds some family you know just distress around loved ones some have actually you know really lost people as well so it's been i can't think of anyone who can say that they went through the last two years and they didn't go through something i think for some people it was more intense than others but i think everyone went through it one way or the other and that's really rare it's rare to find a period of history when the world is going through collective trauma it's it's really rare so all of us who've lived through the last two years i think we all need to realize that we've gone we've experienced a moment and that something really phenomenal has happened because it's not often i mean we in africa we know this we've we've had you know we go through stuff challenges conflict the whole world just continues as though nothing is happening you know whereas your whole world is been turned upside down i mean it's happened so many places like that you know it's you know it's it's the story of our lives let's just put it that way um even in northern nigeria we know what's going on even in the southern part of nigeria no one is really concerned whereas people are being killed there's actual genocide going on as we speak in those areas being done by people who call themselves bandits being supported by people who call themselves politicians you know what i'm saying but there's just all of that going on and no one is paying attention not even within the country everybody's just more concerned with getting on with it so when you have a crisis or a situation where the whole world actually is involved with it at the same time that is not that is something you know and for me i look at it that that has spiritual dimensions as well but anyways i digress i think what the lord is trying to make me remember now is to realize that i should realize that this is a year for building my faith muscles and running so i should expect and i'm saying this out loud so that my ears can hear me and my heart and my mind can respond as well um i should expect that the next 10 years are going to be very tough they're going to be challenging and i'm going to be moving from one level of trial to the other but that god is going to help me it will be i, I expect that it will be the tra- it will be easier to run because I'm, you know, my faith muscle will be stronger. But I also expect that just like when you're going through a, what's that word, obstacle course, you know, the obstacles get tougher. They always obstacle courses they start off easy, you know, but they, they they always become tougher. And that's how it is with any sort of game or race or whatever. At the beginning it's easy, but it always gets tougher as you go along, either because of the distance or because of the obstacles in your way or the number of people or the stakes, you know, or whatever or even the body you know the demands of the body it gets tougher as you go along but the more you run the more you've exercised and built your muscles over time the easier it becomes to to continue running 
and to overcome those ob- obstacles just because you you know what to expect now you're not naive you're not you know you know what to expect you're not running blindly let's put it that way yes thank you holy spirit for that you're not running blindly and um, but you 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 it's it's going to be a tough race nobody's you know it's going to be a tough race it's going it's going to be really tough and this is the lord speaking to me now so i i need to realize that and be prepared for it and not get all you know like oh why is this happening to me when these things happen whatever they may be but trust that i am not running alone and the lord is running with me and of course i carry his word with me everywhere i go and that even in my relationship with god and his word i should study meditate practice the word and faith with the realization that i am going to need that faith someday and it may be in a way that i may not be necessarily prepared or have wanted to you know you know in circumstances that would have been less than desired and um, of course i continue to pray and pray against evil and all of that but the point is there will be challenges and um, but the most important thing is that so long as i i line myself up with god and i trust that he will glorify himself and i i I offer my life willingly for him to glorify himself in me then i know that i will come out on the right side of it you know and the name of the lord will be glorified and that should be enough for me Um, but then also walking with god and making sure that I build my faith muscle and I walk in the way that he would want me to walk in preparation for what is ahead so that the pain on me is not more than it should be. That is also, that should also be my priority for now. And that's so that also the comfort that I need, I get it. I mean, you know, it's, it's about running smart, like people that run races and, and that's the picture that is coming to me. You know, everybody feels pain. On while running everybody you know it's, it's tough on every person on the track but there are the people who run smart who know when to reduce their pace who know when to kick up their space who know when to take water and when not to take water so that those people who are running smart they have a plan they have a strategy and they've also trained well ahead of advance and they're not running ahead of themselves they're not running behind themselves but they are running at the pace that they know they need to win the race you know or to finish the race in fact this is not really about winning it's more about finishing so and it's a race of endurance it's a race of patience it's a race of faith so you know i just want to thank god for so many things that he's teaching me over this period in the last two years up till now and what he's also beginning to teach me i think what i like about the path he's put me on right now the bible study and seminary path i'm on is that he's now giving me um theological books or or, or he's giving me scriptural illustrations or confirmation let me just say it out there he's giving me confirmation of things he's been teaching me and i've been sensing and i've been learning you know through faith through study in the word of god through my life's experiences over the last two years and it's just shocking to me you can imagine picking up books and you're reading it and it's almost like the person is you are reading the story of your life in different words by somebody who wrote something like 10 years ago and they're teaching the same things that God has been telling you that has been in your podcasts for the last two years that you've been reflecting on, you've been musing on, that God has been leading you on. And you're like, 
But I've been sitting in congregations for years. Why wasn't anybody sharing any of these things? And they're not new things. It's the same Bible. It's just that the lens by which it is being shared is a lens that has to do with God, God's perspective, not our perspective, not what we want God to be saying. But it's about the gospel and Christ. And how we get to that place where we begin to see the word of God from his perspective and not from ours. Because they're two different things. Because if we're looking at the word of God from our perspective, then we're looking at something that is going to help us make our lives better so that we can live the way we want on earth. But what God, from God's perspective, it's about his love song to us to make us see him as he is, want to be like him and offer our lives as a tapestry that he can weave the threads of his spirit on. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It's two different things. Offering my life as a tapestry to the Lord and say, weave it into the cloth that you want it to be. Whether you want to make it silk, you want to make it cotton, you want to make it the finest, um, um, how would I say it? finest Egyptian cotton or whatever you want to make it, you do with it what you want, but I offer you the threads of my life. Weave it into what you want. It's different from, these are my threads, I'm going to make it into a piece of cloth, but I want you to make it beautiful so that it's comfortable for me to wear and I can go wherever I want and you know people are going to look at me and they're going to admire me, but you make it beautiful for me. But I decide what I'm going to do with those threads, how I'm going to wear them and where I'm going to wear them. God is looking for the threads. That's all he wants, the threads of my life. He's looking for them. That is so amazing. Holy Spirit, that is the most beautiful thing. He's looking for the threads of our lives and he wants to weave it into a tapestry, into something beautiful from his perspective, not something beautiful from my perspective. Because my perspective is limited. My perspective is broken, is flawed, is selfish. It doesn't. It cannot comprehend my eternal future. It cannot comprehend the dateless past. It cannot comprehend God's possible futures for me, for my generations and my family. So it's limited. It's constrained. It's finite. It's flawed. It's imperfect. But God would want to use the threads of my life to weave a cloth that is eternal, that is beautiful, that is unfolding, that is infinite, that is enriching, that gives life, that builds for eternity, builds to last, that is beautiful for all generations, that is wonderful, that is enclothing, that is comforting, that is enriching, that fills me, that upholds me, strengthens me and mine. And not just me, but all who it comes in contact with. That is glorious. That is a carrier of his presence, of his glory, of his power, of his peace. He wants to weave a cloth that will cover the darkness, drive it away, carry his light, illuminate the darkness, grow the rivers, fill the nations with power, with praise that would glorify his name, that will spring forth his, his joy. That will be as beautiful as the sunflowers in the field. That will weave over 
over all the clouds that will dip into the oceans and fly above the seas, a cloth that will be unlimited, built out of the threads of my life, the threads of the life of my heart, the threads of my story, the threads of my imagination, the threads of my feelings, the threads of my thoughts, the threads of my actions, the threads of my beliefs, my intents, my sorrows, my pain, my laughter, my joy, my tears. The Lord is asking for the threads of my life. He's asking for the threads of your life as well. But he will not take it forcibly. He won't take it without my offering it. I have to offer it. I have to want to offer it. I have to long to offer it. I have to desire to offer it. I have to offer it every day. It's not a once and for all offering. It's an everyday offering. For the threads of my life are breathed with every breath that I take on this earth. The, breaths of my, the threads of my life are spun with every thought that comes into my heart, that I entertain, that I dwell upon. The threads of my life are me. And he wants it all. But he wants it only if I will, will, will want him to have it every day, every hour. God is looking for the threads of my life. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for listening. May the Lord bless the inspiration of his word in our hearts and in our lives to his glory. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.